by or at least True Opinion Podcast Hey y'all, welcome to this episode of the True Opinion Podcast. I'm your host, Adantis. And this episode, we are getting into something a little different. I'm going to pose a scenario to you guys. One that was brought to my attention by my husband. He said he had been kind of making the rounds on social media and he thought it would be a good topic for the show, you know, as a way for us to kind of, you know, go a little more in depth into it and kind of examine it from both perspectives and see if we could come up with any new insights as we made a decision about the scenario. So here it is. Okay. A husband cheated on his wife, and she cheated back, and as a result, she ended up pregnant. So the question is, who tore the family apart? Okay? That's kind of heavy, right? (laughs) That is a lot to unpack. That's really kind of heavy. So let's just get into it, y'all. Okay, so the first thing that like I thought of when I heard this was, you know, this family sounds kind of like it was trash to begin with. Okay, maybe it's not fair to say they were trash, but it sounds like they were in some sort of crisis to begin with. Like something was going on in that marriage that um, led the husband to cheat. And then the wife's response to the cheating was also completely totes and appropes, you know? So, I mean, and when I say they were in crisis, like some people think that there is no good reason for cheating. I don't think that there's a good reason for cheating, but I do acknowledge that there are situations in which a man may think that uh, his recourse or the way to solve whatever is happening or the way to make him feel a certain way is to seek the company of someone outside his marriage. I mean, we just have to be adults and we have to face facts. Like sex is a very important part of marriage, right? And if a man is not getting sex, on a regular basis, on some kind of schedule, like if he can't expect sex at all, like if it's coming up and it's like a complete surprise and oh my gosh, they are, uh, uh, this is so difficult because like I said, there's no good reason to cheat. But in a situation like that, a man may go outside of his marriage to seek another woman's company if he isn't getting sex um men have very fragile egos anyone who tells you different does not know a man or probably has not been in a close intimate relationship with a man but men have very fragile egos and you have to be careful of them because and this is this is really like this is really like the epitome of an opinion. I feel like if the male ego is not 
stoked and maintained appropriately by his partner, that he will go outside of the marriage. That does not make it right. I think that's just a fact. I can't call it a fact. That's just my opinion, but I think it's probably fairly right. Most men will not admit it because they don't like to think that their egos are fragile. They don't want to think anything about them as fragile and childlike, but their ego definitely is. And I mean, I could come up with any number of reasons why a man may step outside his marriage. I'm sure y'all listening can think of many reasons why. And we would uh, probably most of us would still say it ain't no good reason to be cheating on your fucking wife. But it happens. For the woman, I mean, we'll get into depth of all of this, but Jesus Christ, your response was to cheat back. Oh my gosh. No, you can't do that. No. So, okay, let's look at this from the perspective of the man is wrong. Okay. Man is wrong because he is obligated to his wife. When you get married, that is a contract. It is a bond. It is a promise between you, that person. And if you believe in God, it's between you, that person, and God. If it, if you don't, it's at least between you, that person, the people that you have invited to witness this marriage, and the commonwealth of whatever state you're getting married in. So point is, you are promising a whole lot of folks that you are going to do right by this person. You put a ring upon your wife's finger, marking her as yours. You held your hand out and let her put a ring on your finger, denoting that you belonged to this one woman and all other women need to stay away. You did that freely and willingly. So you are obligated to this woman not to be out there fucking around. So he's absolutely wrong because he cheated first. It can be argued that this whole sequence of events would not have happened. Even if what I'm saying is right and their marriage was bad to begin with, they had problems to start. We can still say that maybe they would not have ended up here if he had not initiated this sequence of events by cheating on his wife and ignoring his vow and his obligation. Also, you just you never know what you're going to get with people these days. And cheating on his wife opened him and her up to I mean but the point is, the bitch he cheated with could have been crazy. You know, it could have he could have thought it's going to be a one and done. And it could have ended up where she could have stalked him, slashed his tires, busted his windows, showed up at his house, tried to do something to his wife, showed up at his kids' daycare. I mean, you just never know. You could have a situation on your hands like fatal attraction where a bitch trying to boil your baby's rabbit and serve it as rabbit stew or something like my god you have to be protective of the committed relationship that you are in and not uh, not do anything to allow somebody else to cause harm and when you 
play with people's feelings, thinking you're just trying to get your dick wet. This is exactly what you open yourself up to. People don't, shit just don't, don't go down easy no more. You know, and, and in the age of social media and videos for attention and revenge porn and all that other shit, like you cannot be out here in these streets playing around with people's hearts or their sexual organs and thinking like everything is just going to be sweet. You have to take care. And this man certainly did not take care, did not take care of his wife, did not take care of their marriage, of their relationship. He did not pay attention to his commitment. And as a result, his wife also stepped outside of the marriage. Now, she is definitely wrong for cheating and not because she's wrong for cheating, period. Okay, I don't want to be misunderstood and think for you to think, oh, she's she's wrong for cheating back. Okay, maybe she's wrong for cheating back, but she's wrong for cheating, period. And to me, no, it makes it like more almost despicable that she cheated in response to him cheating because there was great intent in her actions. Her actions were intended to cause maximal pain to this man, to dish out to him what he gave to her. And this is my issue with that, because if you have gotten married for the right reasons, if you love your spouse with the appropriate amount of love, which is almost infinite. You cannot set out to do anything that will intentionally hurt them because you love them so much. There is a meme that I've seen. Um, No, it wasn't a meme. Okay. I think it was a quote attributed to David Beckham. And I don't know if he really said it. I think it was on a picture of David Beckham. I think I said he said it. I don't know. You can't be sure with the internet, but the gist of what it said was like, you know, I could never hurt her talking about his wife. She's my best friend and who wants to hurt their best friend? And that is absolutely right. If you are married to someone, you love them so much. You don't want to see them hurt and you definitely could not intentionally set out to do something that is going to inflict this amount of emotional pain on them. So that like that is my problem with the wife, her intention in causing this hurt. And also, I mean, the same thing can be said of her that we said for the husband. When you do these things, when you engage in this type of behavior, Cheating, basically, okay, you and your spouse, your immediate family, you, your spouse, if y'all have kids, y'all are in this family bubble. And it's very tight, very, you know, it fits to the contours of your family. And when you go off and you cheat, you are allowing someone else into this bubble, but there is no space for them. 
So it makes the bubble very tight and uncomfortable. It's causing damage. The bubble cannot maintain its integrity when you have let this other person in because they don't belong there. And like I said, and I think I just happen to think that men are quite more unstable than women when it comes to these type of situations. And you, lady, you know, you let this man into this family bubble where he does not belong. And potentially the results can be disastrous. I mean, the wife getting pregnant, it's just one thing. You know, she got pregnant. That's unfortunate that, you know, now this child is being brought into this completely messy love triangle. But you, too, are opening up your family to, shit, just mess, to potential um, violence, to anger, to resentment, to anything, everything, by letting this unpredictable, unknown stranger into your circle. But let's think about this, because, you know, it could be, Maybe it wasn't an unknown stranger that she let into the family bubble. That is just as fucking bad. It's it just it's no other way to say it. It's just as bad because here's what I believe, and I said this in like episode one of this podcast. If you are a married woman, why in the fuck is there some man around you that you can so readily? cheat on your husband with why is this man in your life there should not be anybody that you feel comfortable with fucking in your circle if you are married I just don't believe in that I don't and this is why situations like this are exactly why we will be eternally locked in this age-old debate of whether or not married people should have friends of the opposite sex or where members of the opposite sex can just be friends, period. Because if that person that is your friend, if y'all could see me, you could see I'm doing those air quotes, that person that is your friend is so willing to uh, participate in disrespecting your marriage with you, they were never your friend to begin with. And they should not have been there. You cannot keep people around you when you are married that like you, that have secret crushes on you, that you have a secret crush on, that y'all have some history of dating or having sex. You cannot keep those people around because when you find yourself, if you find yourself in this type of situation and you are contemplating doing the unthinkable, what should stop you? Not only should your love and loyalty and commitment to your vows stop you, but also the fact that you're going to have to do the work of going out, trying to find somebody to sleep with. And then, you know, you're just like, you know what? I'm not just going to just go sleep with no random motherfucker. Like, what am I thinking? But if you are contemplating this, and then you get to the part of who will I sleep with, and you open up your phone and be like, 
one, two, three, this is the nigga. Let me call him up. And all systems are a go within five minutes from birth of idea to enaction of to enacting the plan. You are wrong. Dead wrong. That is intention. That is cheating in the first degree. Cause you planned, it's premeditated. You set out intending to hurt somebody that you made such a sacred vow to. And that's just, you know, I just, I can't get behind it. You know, I'm always down for the ladies, but that I can't get behind. The husband was absolutely wrong because he cheated first and he started this sequence of events. The wife was definitely wrong because her response to this was to cheat back. And she, if she had someone in her life already, it seemed too easy. It seemed that you already had some intention. Like It's like keeping somebody on the back burner or something. And I guess, you know, the same could be said for the husband. Let's say the person that he cheated with was somebody already in his life that we knew. We just can't assume that he had a one night stand with some random. So, you know, the same can be said with him. Cheating with intention is incredibly hurtful cheating with someone who you passed off as some sort of friend or no threat to your partner which means they probably came to your wedding they probably were at barbecues and baby showers they are your child's godfather or godmother they've been your spouse's friend or whatever and you had them around knowing that you could fuck them or and or would whenever the situation arose. Dead wrong. Just, just dead fucking wrong. So, okay, where where are we? We at the wife. So we said why she was wrong. Okay, listen, ending up pregnant, this is the problem I have with that. That you cheated. And again, I assume that she cheated with somebody we know, but she knows. But let's just say she had a one night stand. Even worse, because not only do we have those issues of inviting a stranger into this circle who's going to disrupt what the fuck you got going on, potentially. But also, you slept with this person with no protection. What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. There is just too much going on today there are two, there are super stis that don't respond to traditional antibiotic therapy there is hiv and though the advancements in hiv medication and maintaining quality and longevity of life have greatly improved still it is still i mean it's a fucking devastating diagnosis who wants to deal with any of that so for you to not only cheat cheat and cheat and not protect yourself and your husband from whatever you could get out there in the world that is just it's like doubly despicable it's like you don't care about us you don't care about yourself you don't care about our marriage you don't care about me so she that's where that's why I say the pregnancy part 
was wrong because you should have been using something to uh, some type of um, you should have been using something to not get pregnant, some sort of barrier that would protect you from infection and protect you from carrying the infection back to your husband. That's why I think, you know, that's where the problem with the pregnancy comes in. But I mean, you know, children are a blessing. So you, I would never say that somebody should regret a child because I mean, it happened that way and the kid didn't ask to be here. And it's just something that the adults have to deal with. But I think a very important aspect of this that we need to look at is why is this a question to begin with? You know, he cheated, she cheated back and got pregnant. So who tore the family apart? Okay, well, one, that's implying that the family is definitely going to be torn apart. Let's set that aside for later. But also, I think they're asking this question like, but she got pregnant. Like, that's the whole part, like the dum-dum-dum-dum that we need to focus on. Like, the plot thickens because she got pregnant. And we need to look at that because... It is that is placing the blame on the woman because it says that a man definitely cannot live with a woman's infidelity, especially if he has to look at a child that she had with another man as a reminder of that infidelity. And more specifically, as a reminder that some other man was enjoying what he thinks of as his. In 2018, women have attained great status. You know, women have done many wonderful things. They are making a lot of money. They are making money moves. They are CEOs and presidents of multi-million dollar and billion dollar industries. I mean, women are just really doing the damn thing. But with all that being said, women are still thought of, even on some level, as inferior and that they should be submissive at all times. And they are thought of as the property of their husband or whatever man they seem to be um, a whatever man that they are having intimate relations with at the time. And why is this? This is my opinion on it. Maybe it's a little controversial, but just stick with me. Hear me out. Have an open mind. Men will rap, sing, and just wax poetic about what is between a woman's legs? They want to beat it up. They want to eat it up. They want to love it and cherish it. They want it to give them children. They want to possess it. And why do they want to possess it so much? Because they fear it. Because women are supposed to be the weaker sex. Women are supposed to be inferior. Yet we possess an organ that brings men immeasurable pleasure, so much so that they want to go out and conquer and have as much of it as they can. We are in possession of an organ that gives them so much pleasure, but also brings forth 
life. Life comes into this world through a woman. It grows inside of her. She nourishes that life. And then she pushes it out in an act that is, I mean, if you ever want to see the toughness and resiliency of a woman, watch a woman give birth. You, It is truly a miracle and you will be in awe. And it's something that a man absolutely cannot do. No science can... Um, help him to do this. There is no way. So we can do something as important and miraculous as carry and bring forth life into this world. Men fear vagina. They fear it because it has them weakened. They are weak in the face of it. So think about what is the response their response to something that they so fear, they seek to possess it. Because if you possess it, if it's yours, you can't fear it. Or so they think. But now when you possess something, when you have it and you hold on to it, now you become um, afraid to lose it. So you hold on to it so tightly. And the thought of someone else having it will drive a lot of men to their breaking point. You will see men that you thought were rational, cool, calm. Neighbors describe them as, oh, yeah, he was just a quiet guy. Yeah, we never knew. We never knew he would do something like this. You'll see the motherfuckers go crazy at the thought of losing it at the thought that somebody else may have it a woman can stick by her man for years a man can cheat on his wife or his girlfriend continuously can have children outside their marriage or their relationship and she can stay and then one day she can get up and be like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. Tyrone, I'm done. I'm leaving. You won't stop cheating. I'm done. I'm through. And leave his ass. And he will go fucking ballistic. And why will he go ballistic? Because that vagina, he possessed it. It belonged to him. And he fears somebody else having it ironically men don't care about conquering another man's woman so to speak i don't mean to further the perception that women are property i'm just thinking like i'm just trying to put it to y'all like a man man thinks they don't think twice about well you know what this is somebody else's wife this is definitely somebody else's girlfriend. I really shouldn't do this. They just be like, I don't care. That's his problem. He need to get his girl in check. It makes them feel like more of a man, more virile, more, um, I don't even know, more macho. More, just, it just makes them feel like, shit, I could do it, so I'm going to do it. I don't care if that's his girl. That's between him and her, you know? So, 
The point of all this is to say that in this scenario, the part of, but she got pregnant and who tore the family apart, those parts are added in because it implies that because she went outside the relationship and because she is now carrying another man's baby, her husband cannot abide by that. And the family definitely will not stay together. This marriage is done. And to that, I call bullshit. Because for one, there are marriages that have been through this scenario and marriages that have been through far worse that have stayed together. If you love someone, if you are committed, if you believe in your vows, even though you messed up, mistakes were made, balls were dropped. Okay, but if you can come together and decide you are going to work to save this marriage, if you were lucky enough to not end up with, you know, the girl that he cheated with is not a psycho. and She's fading into the background. The guy that the wife cheated with is not a crazy person. And he just, you know, want to be there for his kid when it comes. And y'all go ahead and be married. I ain't got shit to do with that. So barring extraneous variables, meaning these other two parties, you can work on your marriage. You can get it back on track. If you both put your egos aside, if you throw out that fucking scorecard of you did it, so I did it, or you did this, so now I got to go get back, go do something and get back at you. So now I got to go. So if the husband's like, okay, well, you got pregnant now. I got to go get somebody pregnant. If y'all stop doing that stupid shit, if you grow up, if you mature and get some type of neutral third party in there to help you work through your issues and find constructive ways to um, talk to each other and communicate. The marriage doesn't have to be thrown by the wayside. The family doesn't have to be torn apart. The family just will take on uh, a new look. You're going to have a, you know, a baby and, you know, this guy who was the baby's father and yeah, it may be a little difficult to explain at school functions, but man, fuck them people. I'm sure they got shit going on too. Marriage doesn't have to be torn apart. It doesn't. And society's rules about what women can do with their vaginas or, you know, who should, who's wrong for doing what, man, leave all that shit alone. Log off the internet. Don't pay attention to that because, I mean, the truth is they were both wrong. You know that's how I'm coming down. They were both wrong for it. You don't go outside your marriage. And in response to your spouse going outside your marriage, you definitely don't try to get back at them. Because then you're just upping the probability that your marriage is going to end in divorce. So they were both wrong. And the family doesn't have to be torn apart. But if it is torn apart, then it's, again, it's both their faults because they were not able to do the work to keep it together. And that's just it. That's my true opinion on it. You know, when you, um, how does the expression go? Something about dogs and fleas or something. You lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. I guess that's it. Like, 
Meaning you do dirty shit, you gonna get dirty. You, you just, uh, you can't avoid it. So, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I really have fun with it. You know, sometimes as I'm preparing these episodes and writing the outline or jotting down my thoughts and then I kind of talk it through with my husband a little bit and I may talk to one other person. I don't like to talk to a whole lot of people about it before I record because I want the opinion that I present to y'all to be authentically mine. But sometimes, even when I'm recording, as I'm talking things out, I reverse myself or other issues come up and it's like, oh, wait, but what about this? So I have fun. I like this proposing scenarios and kind of analyzing them and kind of thinking about it in a different way. It was a good time. So thank y'all for listening. As always, make sure you come meet me on social media, on Instagram, True Opinion Podcast on Twitter, True Opinion Podcast, True Opinion, oh no, Twitter's True Opinion Show. TrueOpinionPodcast.com is the website where you can visit. I would love for y'all to stop by, leave me a little note. I'm not fond of uh, criticism, but I mean, if you must, you must. I'm not going to censor you. But, you know, drop a note, a show idea. Let me know you were there. Ask me questions about this episode or any other episode. Um, And also, this is what I want you to do. If you have an iPhone, well, if you have an iPhone and you're listening to this, you are probably already subscribed. So thank you very much. Everybody else that you know with an iPhone, take their phone from them. Ask them to unlock it. If they have deleted the podcast app, because I'm finding that people delete the podcast app. Why do they do that? I have no idea. Download it again. Click on the little hourglass. Type in True Opinion. Subscribe to this show. Give it a five-star rating. Leave a positive comment. I would love for you to do that for me. And I can't wait to talk to y'all again. All right. Bye, y'all.